Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins, giving you the normal Wednesday episode with a twist, a gigantic surprise for the people, special guest on tonight with us, former Missouri State legend. Um, It's pretty rare that we have four Missouri State athletes on the same podcast, but we do here tonight joining us. Jake Berger in the house with us tonight. <laughs> Love to have him on. Jake, welcome aboard, buddy. Uh, hopefully this isn't the last time you're on the pod with us, but I want to get it started real quick before I let you introduce yourself. Uh, have you checked on your boy uh, Paulson recently? Is he okay? <laughs> you know, um, he, he kind of went silent mode after that uh, Raiders Chiefs game this uh he, Past oh, he got so. he got silent, and uh, <laughs> uh, I grilled him a bit on social. Um, you yeah, know, you but to. it's you know it's a huge rivalry. I mean, come on, you have but, to, uh, you have to. Yeah, it was all in good fun. Uh, do you you? I know that you guys are really close. You guys talk almost every day, probably. Yeah, yeah, basically every day, like play video games together and chill in Discord and whatnot. So, um, yeah. you know, he's. He's honestly been posting like the AFC standings for like the last three weeks. And that, you know, <laughs> low key, I'm kind of glad, like I'm never going to support the chiefs, but you know, low key, I'm glad. So yeah. And, and he, him and I've been messaging a lot uh, on Instagram <laughs> and he, you know, he hadn't responded to me and then he, he responded to my Instagram story. I probably went a little far, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm an emotional guy, but uh <laughs> He had been messaging me like three or four weeks before, like y'all suck, like raise your hand if your team's two and zero, like all this <laughs> bullshit, and it just so it just bubbled up, bubbled up, and I've heard all this shit about the Chiefs, and then we just freaking put it to them, put it on to Sunday him. night. Smashed. It was it was awesome to see, but yeah, we're gonna have some good fun tonight with uh, with Jake here. Uh, before we get started, Alyssa. How was the weekend for the Volley Bears? It was good. We only had one match Friday, and we won. Broke our eight-game losing streak. Mm. Ouch. Um, yeah, it was good, and we've got my final two games this weekend. Yeah, we beat Southern Illinois, correct? We did. Yep. You got to love beating the Salukis. I literally oh. love beating them. <laughs> uh, last Saturday, I went to Carbondale and watched us beat them in football. Uh, in person and it was awesome yeah yeah southern illinois is my least favorite team in the valley uh quite honestly so chandler was texting me during the volleyball game yeah i was at a (laughs) semo volleyball game texting a or current about missouri state volleyball because that's how bad i wanted them to win well good i'm glad i say i reposted your senior spotlight awesome to see it's coming down to the wire here you're gonna you're gonna miss it you got three former ones right here, I'm telling you. Okay, well then, I've been asking some other former players, like, what do I do to enjoy these last couple of days? What do you wish you could have done? Oh, that's actually a really good Ooh. question. Yeah. I would say at this point, though, I mean, you've got, what, four yeah. days? At this point, you just kind of have to say. just Yeah, just enjoy it. Like More there. like, oh, I, I always, I think, I guess I can answer it. The way I thought about it was like, well, we'll never do a Tuesday again, but it was True. nice, you know, it's like, like my Tuesday will never be the same as it was in college football, like ever again. That's just kind of how it was like checklist, like last one. Okay. One of my teammates told me that I should, while I can remember, write memories and stuff down and like how I'm feeling to like go back and read them. Yeah. So I would I- say like, let your emotions, like really like feel your emotions, you know, let them kick in, like enjoy every every moment like for me like we went to the super regional and lost at the super regional and it's like I got emotional after that instead of like letting the emotion of that like ride like those last few days with my teammates like take over yeah okay was that was that TCU yeah we got we got shelled that game too I was I was I went to I went to a game one that was sick and uh Skaug hit a nuke to right Mm -hmm. yeah Yep. We had them beat, dude. We had them beat. <laughs> Two one going into the eighth. But yep. no, I, yeah, I would say I would say emotions and just kind of like take it all in. Like don't don't try and like hurry it up, hurry up your days. Like just spend as many, many minutes with your teammates as you can. Okay. I like that. 
Karen? Yeah. I mean, you've you've got four days left. Just enjoy them. Because yeah. Chandler is exactly right. Like, we were texting. You were like, oh, you know, it was a, just a so-so practice. I was like, well, it was your, it's your last Monday practice. Yeah. You know, never going to have another one of them. So, just everything's your last. Well on it now. Yeah. yeah, I've got my very last uh, weight session tomorrow after practice. Ooh. That will feel good. Yeah, that, will feel good. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to be good. I love working out. I don't work out at all like I would. I'll never do that again. Fuck that. I do what I want to do when I want to do it. <laughs> that's that's bullshit. So you will. I don't think you'll really miss that. I don't miss the weight room that much. But um, <laughs> no. Yeah, Wednesday yeah. is deadlift day anyway. So <laughs> yeah, good. terrible. Curran, uh, I think I'd like to open the floor up. I've been waiting to hear this story um, all weekend, bro. Uh, this will be a great one for the listeners. <laughs> Um, so, you know what? I'll just let you, I'll just let you do it, Curran. You okay. take it. Okay. Well, to, you know, kind of be ambushed like this, just so the listeners know this Chandler wanted me to say this. So I have yeah. to ask though, Jake, do you remember? <laughs> what was it? Economics 401? Maybe yeah, three. Yeah, it was applied applied economics three hundred nine, I think. He yeah. he remembers a class more than I do, and yeah, he has to <laughs> copy off of me. <laughs> oh I god! Okay, I just want to say I remember uh, we sat by each other in the class. the The teacher was the head of the economics department. Yeah, um, um, he was a really good guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed him. But I remember you you had missed something early in the semester and i was granted not doing the homework myself i was finding it from different people but you had missed something and you came in from from one of the games you guys were on the road and i was like you know because we were sitting by each other i was like you know if you want you can you know copy off me or do whatever and about this time is when you were just just fucking dominating the fucking field still are still are but you were like yeah and it wasn't a brag or if it was i didn't pick up on it or i just didn't take it that way but you were like yeah you know like i'm i'm killing it so i don't really care about And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't really care about it either, but I'm not going to fucking go on. So if you want to practice or if you want to copy off me, you know, bro, I got so, you. Yeah. So I know I remember that. It's funny. So um, my sister, when she came down to visit that semester, actually, um, she went to like she was kind of interested in economics and um, sat with like the the dean of the economics school and uh or whatever it is, economics department. And my family sat down. It was like, um, I want to say it was just mom, dad, sister. And I don't know if it was any of like the academic people for the athletics. Um, and Keith Gutton, <laughs> or not Keith Gutton, um, the tennis coach at the time, Mallory. Um, but they sit down in the office and um, they're like talking, whatever. And they're like, yeah, like the, the, Dean's like, yeah, like we have a lot of athletes that come through. We actually have like this baseball player um, <laughs> that's doing pretty well right now, but like he just never comes to class. <laughs> My mom and dad are like, yeah, that's our son. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> So oh my that's, god! Uh, yeah, that that's my uh, economic career there. So <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. glad I could help. Glad whoever was <laughs> I passed that class. Me. Yeah, C plus. I think it's like a C plus. So <laughs> yeah, I think uh, mine well. was like a uh, B minus. So shit, I wasn't far <laughs> off. <laughs> that is hilarious. But current, I honestly was not. I mean, loved it. I'm glad that we got out of the way. I wanted to get to that, but I think. Curran, you have another story for us, something that might have happened at Placer Stadium this past weekend. That's what I was expecting to come up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was honestly just a situation that 
it really wasn't as major as it got made out to be. Um, we were about to walk into the game, and some some girls were passing us. Uh, I was with Alyssa and some of her friends. Some some girls were passing us, and some of us just had little, or they had backpacks and purses, whatnot. And these girls were like, they're not letting anyone take any bags in there for any reason. So I was like, I've got a great idea. This fence has got pretty big gaps and it will just slide the purses through or whatever. I'll stand here and watch the bags. You guys can go around. We'll just, you know, just beat the system easy peasy, you know, (laughs) no worries. So we get the bags over the fence and I was like, I'll keep lookout while you guys go around. So they went around. I was sitting there work, And as soon as they left, some guy, not a cop, but a security bro, like comes around the pillar that we had everything hit at. I was like, uh, starts talking into his shoulder. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to go well. So then he walks over there and immediately starts grabbing the bags to which I reach through and grab the bags as well. And I'm like, yo, what's going on here? He's like, uh, since you're not on this side, these belong to lost and found. And I was like, these are like purses and stuff. The girls are going to be right there. Like, if you want to get us out after this or whatever, it's fine. But and he's like, nope. So he grabs them. And then we get in a little <laughs> tug of war through the fence. So he breaks some girl's bag. It wasn't one of the girls that we were with. Breaks her bag. I held on to one. Had some pretty good injuries. I think a <laughs> ring came off and got me right where the finger bends, too. It isn't feeling great. <clears throat> Anyways, I go around the corner because now I'm mad. And this guy's got all the bags. And there's two random guys who just happened i don't know if they were Alyssa. i don't know if you can answer this if they were walking with the girls or if they just happened to walk in behind me no they were just by themselves yeah but these two random guys all of a sudden got called out for causing a disturbance and the guards thought that those two were with us trying to sneak the bags in and i was like no they're not with us blah 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 like these guys aren't trying to sneak shit in you know they're just by themselves like they should be fine to go in. And one guard at the front was just not having it. He's like, they're going to fire me if I let you guys in. People <laughs> are like, no, dude, there's no one even around here. Like, no one cares. Just, I was like, I'll go. That's fine. But these two weren't with us. Like, at least let them in. And then a cop showed up and decided that me and him should have a chat. Uh... So... He didn't show up. You got in the security guard's face and you said, well, through the fence, you said something like, how about you come out here and we're, and we'll deal with it. True. And then you met him at the, at the entrance and you were much bigger than I think he thought. Cause you were on your knees trying to grab the bags. True. And then he breaker breakered for the cop. And mm. that's why the cop showed up. Right. So, so then you were promptly ex- uh, escorted out of the facility. Yeah, we went and had a little chat. I kind of got him pretty good, but then we decided to leave after he told me to put my hands behind my back. But I uh, luckily he turned on his body cam and I called him out on it because I was like, I haven't even been yelling at you or anyone. Like, what, what am I going to jail for? He's like, causing a disturbance. I was like, no one's causing a disturbance except for that guard up there still yelling. Like, so he let there me go. We go. Everything's go, good. Kern's yep. out of jail. Remains free. There is our first uh, indictment on the Figure It Out podcast. One of the <laughs> podcasters uh, almost went to jail. So we're doing good, people. We're, our name's out there. You yeah. guys keep going on this track. But, uh, so let's get into uh, our questions that we have for Jake. I think we all have a couple. Um, I can get it started here. Um, well, really, before we do that, Duke, Jake, let's uh, just give give the people a little background as to who you are, what you do, um, how you got to where you are today. <laughs> um, well, I I know uh, 
Chandler Curran from uh, Missouri State, played uh, baseball there from 2015 to 2017. Uh, got drafted by the White Sox in 2017 um, and then played a half season. Uh, tore my Achilles um, February 26th of 2018, tore it again uh, two months later. And then uh, this is my first full season back and uh, made my debut with the White Sox this year. So, um, that's yeah. really, yeah, that's, that's the cliff notes. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's uh, that I, I forgot. Honestly, that's, that's just amazing that it was that long ago. Um, and you're already back at this high level. Um, I guess my first question for you really is, um, you know, you've obviously you got, you know, you have, you want to extend your career for a long time, but did you always think that you were going to go pro when you were like, uh, you know, starting out? Honestly, no. Um, you know, growing up, I was actually a better hockey player than I was a baseball player. Um, okay. Kind of got to the point, I think it was either my sophomore or junior year of high school where I had to pick and ultimately ended up picking baseball. Um, got to Missouri State, um, played played well my freshman year. Um, and like, honestly, even at that time, after a good like freshman season, I'm like, I, I don't know. I, like, I don't think it's that realistic. And then um, the following year, I got invited to play on Team USA, um, go to like Japan, Taiwan, and Cuba, and that's kind of when I'm like, okay, this is this is a real thing. Like, I could definitely play professionally. I could play after college, and um, you know, I just put together another good season and was fortunate enough to get drafted. Yeah, some uh, really really good seasons at Missouri State. Uh, a lot of home runs, brother. Uh, you've had <laughs> a lot at Hammond's Field. Um, why, I guess, why, why did you pick MSU? I got two questions to this, really. Why did you pick MSU? And um, was there anyone else in the mix? Like, were you looking to go somewhere else other than Missouri State, or was it was it always the Bears? Um, so I had offers from a lot of Valley schools, um, your beloved Salukis. Yeah, um, I figured so. <laughs> That's a big recruiting um, battle. Yeah, Evansville. Um, kind of those were the two main ones uh, from the Valley. Um, and then I had some offers from like MTSU and some other, other schools down in Tennessee. Um, but like, honestly, like my final list was Mizzou, SLU and Missouri state. Um, and de decided I really didn't want to stay in St. Louis. I loved the coach. I loved everything about it. I didn't want to stay in St. Louis and Mizzou was just like, I don't know if I want to go there. Like, I, I think, sometimes like people pick big schools just because it's a big school rather than it's mm -hmm. the right fit. Um, and I came down to Missouri state and visited and absolutely loved coach gotten. I love the campus. I love Springfield. So kind of just fell in love with it. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is where I belong. So, um, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough to receive the offer, receive the offer from uh, coach gotten. And then like a week later I committed. Yeah, it's got to be pretty easy when you uh, go to all these places and then you go to a double-A park. I mean, yeah. it's, every, it's every kid's dream to play in a park like that um, and then, you know, go farther. But that's got I mean, that's got to – that's had to have sold so many Missouri State recruits, honestly, just that mm -hmm. facility for sure, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that, that was one of the biggest points. I'm like, Mizzou I, – I think they've updated their facilities a little bit, but, like, at the time it's like, Missouri State's facilities are better and they're like preaching the big school, big funding. And it's like, yeah, no, like you haven't seen what Missouri State has then, you know? <laughs> right. So um, that was definitely a big part of it. I'm like, I can definitely develop here and Coach Gutton and Missouri State has a great track record of producing a lot of professional baseball players. So, um, you know, that it's kind of a no brainer at that point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's really cool. I literally love Missouri State. Um, do you, do you, yeah, no doubt. Um, and you, another word of advice, Alyssa, carry that pride, honestly. Be a bear. Don't, um, don't ever forget to show it off, honestly, okay. in my opinion. Well, that's what I, would, I was talking to my team about this week, is I went through this existential crisis my sophomore year where I asked Curran, do you believe in bearing up? Because, like, a bunch of the coaching changes had happened, and I was losing faith. And yeah. I asked him if he believed in bearing up, and – I don't know what your answer was at the time. Of course. I don't yeah. think it was that. No, but that was it. <laughs> recently this week, I told everybody that we're believing in bearing up and because of the sanctions we can't have 
a postseason. So we're we're bearing up for the next four days. That's right. You don't even have a chance. Do you can you even play in the Valley tournament? Oh no. No. Oof. So it is really the end here at these yeah. next four days. Postseason right. ban. Yeah. Yeah. We'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But um okay, Jake. So I guess we'll transfer into pro life. I got a lot of questions about pro life because as somebody who I feel like lives an average life, I'd like to, uh, you know, dive in. But um, (laughs) my first thing is like, what, what are some differences and similarities in like uh, a college locker room and a, and a pro locker room? I mean, I feel like we kind of had the same college experience in terms of locker room, but like, I would imagine there's probably, you know, some crossover in terms of guys keeping it light, but also probably a little bit more adult at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's honestly a pretty similar locker room, like baseball guys are going to be baseball guys. Right. Um, Whether you love them or hate them, but just some of them um, have a lot more money all of a sudden. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's, it's really interesting, like, especially at the lower levels, um, like on my team down in low a, um, there's a very college driven team. Like, it was very college and very like older, like Latin players. And so like, it was a very like mature, but like college vibe where like guys really got along all the time. Like there really wasn't too much like back and forth, like different lifestyles and stuff. Um, and it helped that like a lot of them were, had, had a little more money than probably your average low way player at the time. So mm. um, I would say like down there is fine, but like, this year on tri- in AAA, it's like, it's a different animal. I mean, you got guys that have played in the big leagues for six years and now they're down in AAA trying to get a chance to go back up. You got prospects coming up that, you know, don't know what big league life is like, but they're always like motivated and hungry trying to get there. And then you got guys that are like kind of AAA lifers. And so it's just like, it's a very big mix of like personalities and like Honestly, like the youngest guy on our team was like 23 and the oldest guy was like 35. So it's like completely different ages too. And so like you got guys like the dad, like people with kids, like people with families and like, so they're out of the locker room first and you got them coming in first with their coffees, like doing crossword puzzles, reading the newspaper and stuff. It's like, (laughs) It's like, no, I just got off grinding Call of Duty. I didn't really care, you know, but um, so it was, it was really interesting, like seeing that. And then at the big league level, it's just like a ton of personalities. And, you know, it's, it was actually probably one of the best experiences ever was like seeing these guys and like hanging out with Lance Lynn and like seeing how, like, he's just a normal dude. Like he's just a great guy. And then you got other guys that, maybe aren't as great as him, but it's like everybody kind of respects each other and like they're going to take care of you. Yeah. So I guess I'd like to, I'd ask you to expand on that a little bit. Like what, like it's gotta be surreal, like walking into the clubhouse and like being with guys that if your average baseball fan saw on ESPN, like they're freaking out about like even seeing them in person and you like have like the inside, like you have the access, like you're probably dressed. your locker is literally right next to some dude that hit a home run on sports center last night. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what, like, what's that like? And like, how do you like kind of put that surrealness behind you? Because like, at the end of the day, you got to compete with those guys. Like you want their spot, um, mm-hmm. you know? So like, how do you, how, how does that, how does that factor in? I don't know. Like you don't really think much about like, I think like the biggest thing is like not thinking about other people, like just focus yeah. on yourself and like, you got to be confident in yourself that you're going to like ultimately earn a job. But I don't know, like the first time I walked in, it was up in Detroit and like, we have to like the rookies have to take the first bus. So you're like going in with the coaches and stuff. So like, it's, it's kind of nerve wracking, like getting on the bus and I'm like, Tony LaRusso is like sitting in the front row. I'm like, dude, yeah. this is so weird. <laughs> um, but like, honestly, walking in that day, I'm like, I think I was, just as nervous walking into the clubhouse as I was like stepping up for my first at bat, like just like the, the butterflies and like the adrenaline you're feeling, it's like kind of surreal. And it helps that like in spring training, you, you play with these guys on the field, but like, yeah, it's just a different vibe because you're, you're winning ball games to get to the postseason now. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean like it, 
it's kind of hard to like put that surrealness behind you, you know, like, I mean, I watched Lance Lynn with the Cardinals for like five years, you know, like I I've seen all these guys on ESPN every night, like before I was even in professional baseball. And now it's like, I'm literally sitting next to them in a, in a hitters meeting or I'm hitting in the cage with them, or I'm talking to like Giolito and Lance Lynn about like how this guy tonight's going to attack me. It's just like, (laughs) it's like, honestly it's hard not to like go, go back in your like head fanboy dude like this yeah. is this is crazy like i'm on yeah. this flight with like this guy i'm playing cards with lance lynn like it's just like it's hard to put that aside and like i think eventually like you get over it but like i still yeah. think like even now and like going into next year it's going to be probably the same feelings for a little bit Right. And speaking of uh, taking flights, let us know what 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 is the difference between uh, the MLB road trip lifestyle and and minor league? Because I've heard there's a bit of a contrast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The um, low A low A was the worst. Um, Pretty minimal in, transportation, I would imagine. Yeah, we played in uh, it's called the Sally League. So it's like South Atlantic. And, like, there's a team – we were in the middle, which was okay, but there's, like, a team all the way down, like, in Rome, Georgia, and there's a team all the way up in New Jersey. And so, like, oh. your bus – you only have one bus, like, and you're, you're doubling up. Like, you got a full team in there. That sucked. But AAA, like, we had three buses, so it wasn't as bad, but it's still, like, you're road tripping everywhere. And if you yeah. do fly, it's, like, first flight out in the morning, so you're waking up at 3 a.m. But, um, no, I mean – the big league flights, it's it's stupid. I mean, you you roll up to the plane, everybody gets on, you're off. Like, do you, you do anything with security? Like, I mean, uh, they have a like, bit. yeah, it's like kind of, I would say maybe twenty percent of the guys like just get a little like, oh, yeah, open the yeah. bag, like, <laughs> yeah, like, you down. You no, know, you're not gonna do anything. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but yeah, no, it's just like you get like a full roll of seats to yourself, like lay down, but as a rookie, you can't really lay down. Like you gotta partake in the cards, or else you're gonna get you're gonna get <laughs> right. some crap. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, is that's amazing. I remember like it felt so good just to like with football, like just fly on a shitty ass three seat a row Swift. plane. Yeah, like <laughs> I was like, dude, we're flying to the game. Like, let's go. <laughs> and here you are playing cards with the White Sox. But that's so sick, man. Uh honestly, knowing you as well as I do, it's really sick to even say that I know a guy at your status, honestly. So uh that's really awesome um Curran, do you have anything for Jake? I, I can keep going, but I know you guys oh. want to had something. I got some pretty good questions, I think. Uh, so we can we can we can go back and forth. I think mine are more baseball oriented. I know I got a peek at Alyssa's; they're more real life. So I thought we we'd go back and forth or something like that. <clears throat> but Jake, I would like to know, and I, I'll say I experienced this a little bit in college, not as much as I. Th- thought I would but if you had to guess how many players do you think still take PEDs in the <laughs> major leagues hmm. that's an interesting question um I know like maybe one guy in an organization that has taken them and he got like pop for it um mm-hmm. I mean, I would say probably like maybe one or two in organization. I don't think it's like as big. I think like the sticky stuff, like yeah, uh, thing that came out this year. I think that was utilized by ninety five percent of pitchers, um, and some did it illegally and some did it just for grip. Um, and so MLB kind of has a decision there. But PD wise, like I don't really know that many guys that take it. I mean, like. Honestly, they're like after all of that went down, like it's been like a huge crackdown. Like even guys that are like prescribed Adderall, like if they don't test positive for Adderall in a test, like they get popped and like suspended. So it's like very, yeah, it's a very interesting like way they do it, but it's like you're either prescribed something and you have to test positive for it, or like if you test positive for anything, like 
it's an automatic suspension. So wow. like they're very, they're very on top of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's gotta be because there's just so much money in the players that like mm-hmm. they are going to know what you're doing at yeah. all times. Really. It's gotta be what it is. And, sure. and that sticky stuff I forgot about, honestly, it's weird. I forgot about it, but yeah, that sticky stuff that boomed out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. went for a while mm-hmm. yeah i mean it, it was crazy like looking at the data and the analytics behind the sticky stuff and it's like guys numbers like went straight down like right after and then they kind of like slowly yeah. crept back like learning how to like pitch again without it but yeah it, it definitely took a hit on the pitchers for for a month or so current sorry right to cut you off <clears throat> Oh, yeah, no worries. I was also going to ask, with that being said, how do you feel? Do you think that Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame? I I think he should, but, I mean, what does my opinion matter? I think, <laughs> like, <clears throat> realistically, you look at what he did, his walks and his plate discipline, like, you can't really, like, nobody does that. You know, nobody, nobody did what he did. And like, I think the PEDs, yeah, maybe it helps him hit a couple more home runs, but like mm-hmm. the majority of the home runs are out by 60 feet instead yeah. of like wall scrapers, you know? And like, I don't think the PEDs really give you that extra 60 feet. It may be yeah. 15, 20 feet, you know, on yeah. your average home run. So I, I think he should be in it, but um, I I'm like pro like, Pete Rose, like any of these guys, like I, I don't see why they shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But you know, it's, Pete I don't Rose make the decisions. should be a hundred percent in the Hall of Fame. I am so sick of sports betting not being legal. It's the dumbest <laughs> shit. It's the dumbest shit. It does not make any sense. I go to I go do. to Illinois. It's it's legal there. <laughs> oh, I I can't do that, Jay. <laughs> I do not do that. No. Ever. <laughs> Not one time have I ever partaken in that, but um, yeah, yeah. That I mean, like, and the other thing is too. It's like, okay, he still has to hit the ball. Like he's yeah. making serious contact, like <laughs> regardless of if he's juiced up or not. So like, yeah. I, I, I think he should be in. Yeah. All right, Alyssa, you got anything? What's up? Yeah, I've got some. Um, so I figured since you like baseball so much, I don't need to ask any baseball questions. For <laughs> sure, you get a million of them. So easy softball. Everybody can answer this. How do you take your coffee? Um, so are we talking Starbucks or made at home? Because that's I'll a say, difference. I'll say that both. is a difference. Um, so at Starbucks, I'll do a venti cold brew with three pumps of sugar-free vanilla. Um, hmm. Yeah, one of my one of my buddies got me on it this year, and like that sounds my, really my, good. My absolute go to. Um, yeah, at home, cold too. yeah, it. cold brews the it's best. It is. Um, at home, like I'll just take it straight up, like black, like brewed. So smart man. Do a, yeah. Do, you do a Keurig or like a pot? A uh, Keurig. I'm. I, I don't think I have the patience for the pot. <laughs> okay. I don't. Do you guys want to answer that too? I go pot because I have the I have like a, a uh, an alarm on it. Like it just starts brewing at six thirty. I wake up at six thirty, get a shower in, and it's ready by my end of the shower. So when I was working from home, yeah, mine was doing the same thing. Now my boss has some. It has to be thirty year old thing that you plug into the wall, and it, I don't know what it's doing in there, but it's making a funny sound, and it just looks like a regular kettle. It's yeah. big, and I don't know. Something's going up and down in there making a sound, but I don't know. Turns out good, though. I like it. Uh, Have you guys heard of this, like, new – maybe I'm late to the party here, but, like, this pour-over coffee shit? What is the – have you guys heard of that? Pour-over? I think I said – yeah. Is it like, like you pour the hot water through it or – yeah, you like drink it like right, like you. I think you get like a pitcher of water, right, and then you pour it over the coffee, and it drips and it through, drips, and you like yeah. you drink it like immediately. Which, eh. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on. I that. don't know. I don't know that I need to do that, <laughs> but apparently it's really good. Apparently it's really good. <laughs> Why well, wouldn't you just, drink it right then? 
Chandler? I, I'm well. I'm just reporting on what I've heard. I don't know. <laughs> no, but no, about. but say you you pour the hot water through the coffee. I'll say I don't really like my coffee hot. I like to if oh, I, I get hot coffee, hot. I throw in an ice cube to get it a little cooler. Yeah, no, I. I'd, I'd rather let my hot coffee sit and get cold and <laughs> drink it. I really would. Yeah, me too. I, 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 even in the winter. Even in the winter. I can't. I just, I don't know like if I'm that. a little bitch and have a sensitive mouth or what, but I just, <laughs> I can't, I don't like the hot coffee. I take a sip. I'm like, God damn, I just burnt my mouth. Why would I want to drink that shit? Exactly. That's, That's why I love cold boat. brew so much because <laughs> yeah. it's fucking awesome. It's cold. Smash it. I just go for a couple couple blows and then immediately drink it's hot it's a hot drink i'm using it to warm me yeah but like what yeah. what's a couple like just little like blows on it like really gonna, gonna do, do to the heat it's a, it's a psychological rare, thing no but i like it i like it hotter than than you guys drinking it fucking cold <laughs> yeah I, I i take it hot but i'll put in some sugars and i'll stir it and I, in my head, the stirring's making it a no. lot cooler. Yeah, I mean, really it's is. cooling it down a little bit, but like, a little. But in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, this is perfect. I mean, mine ha- mine can't be that hot. It can't be hot almost at all because it just. I feel like it burns my mouth. I don't yeah. know if the I'm. The roof just of my scared. mouth is like getting raw the rest yeah. of the day. It's like but uh, like I hit the tip of my tongue. My <laughs> tongue burns. I'm like, well, great. Now my tongue's fucked up all day. <laughs> Yeah, I just hate it. I'd rather do iced coffee. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the same exact boat. <laughs> Hell, yeah, Hell yeah. It's good to hear. Go ahead. Uh, my next question. You've probably gotten this a ton. Your name's Jake Berger. How do you like your burgers done? Um, so at Bears, well, how do I like it done? I, I'm a medium guy. Like, I, I like a medium. But the there is – at bears um they had a burger called the jake burger and it was a mac and cheese burger and like oh, that was fire. that was awesome like i love that burger <laughs> like anytime i go back i gotta get it but uh, bears is uh bears needs to be like talked about more i think as a place to true. go in springfield oh yeah but i think they're i i don't want to say this without 100 percent knowing but i'm pretty sure i'd say i'm 77 percent sure that they're struggling a smidge i don't know if it's finding people to work mm. or what but do i've tried to go service. there a couple times and that they should be open and they're not open they're they're just closed straight yeah. up well that's because last week we went it was a sunday at well yeah eight. but i i went with i tried to go with patrick on a friday night my father and they were also closed as well so mm. Remember that it was after a volleyball game. Actually, you were gonna go, but it was close. So, is the Jake Burger Burger your favorite burger? Yeah, I, I mean, I would say so. Like, I mean, you there's so many options out there, though. I mean, it's like yeah, it's I mean, a tough question. Like, if you go to Red Robin, like the Royal Burger is one of the best there. You know, um, with an egg, is that does that have an egg? With on the top? egg, yeah, that's yeah. popular. I like that a lot. Yeah. I actually I, tried. Have you tried a peanut butter and jelly burger? I I've wanted to. I haven't though. Like low key, honestly, pretty good. It like I've only had like it, it once. Would be. Like it was a very interesting. Like my taste buds didn't really know what to do, but like it, it was. <laughs> I can imagine that I'd eat it. You know, yeah. I'd, right. If, yeah. if I'm at, if I'm there, I'm eating it at that. Granted, point. I probably had a couple of drinks at the time. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I would like to say that I'm. I like that you said that you like your bur- burgers medium because I love my steaks medium rare, mm-hmm. but a burger that you got to be real careful because you order it medium rare and there's some yeah. fuck ass in the yeah. back who makes it rare. And I don't want to eat raw meat, no. you know, straight up. So I agree. You got to order it medium when you go out. You, you, a burger just has to be, if you make it yourself, sure. You can, maybe get it a little more rare but if you're going out order it medium that's a great call yeah i agree <laughs> with that i, I gotta Absolutely. go rare see a burger at a medium restaurant rare, rare? Medium rare. wow yep. medium rare yeah. i just i can't get behind that no <laughs> i i get i get my steak rare but i don't get my just the same but medium, I, can't do, 100%. I can't i can't do burgers Woo! that's ballsy <laughs> Alyssa. well i like a hot take well, I bring uh, it up, Jake, because me and her have argued about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, thank you. For being 
the cold coffee. The cold coffee. Yes. You're looking bad over there. Okay. You know what? I didn't mention, but I'll say it now since we're Uh-oh. throwing stuff out there. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, I made you some coffee in the morning, and you took a drink, and you went, oh, it's too hot. And then you threw some ice cubes in your in there, and you're like, you didn't do that. You forgot about the ice cubes. Curran, like, that's fuck, so soft. Fuck your you. ice cubes. I know. <laughs> fuck. It's fine. Uh, sorry, I literally burnt my mouth. I was like, mm, that's awesome. Great. Fantastic. I just scorched the inside of my mouth. Mine was the t- same temperature, but whatever. Well, I guess the northerners just have tougher taste buds. You're goddamn right. <laughs> uh, my next question. Would you rather battle 36-year-olds or three 60-year-olds? <laughs> like in, a, I, in a fight? In a fight? Yeah. Like, yeah, like to the death. Okay. That's I mean, kind of morbid. <laughs> yeah. And also, maybe it's, all hypothetical. Tap out. <laughs> it's all hypothetical. <laughs> um, I would say probably three 60-year-olds. Like, okay. I think, I think 36-year-olds if they're organized and they're coming at you, like you stand no chance, like, sure. because you're starting to like, you're starting to beat a couple. And then like, you're getting like punched in the back of the knee, back of the hamstring. And then like, <laughs> what if one like trips you up, you know, tabletops you. And then like, you're on the ground, like you're done for. Like, I think three people I can handle, but 30, like, but the three six-year-olds have all completed Ironman competitions. Oh, wow. well, now you're throwing yeah, it. now this you're throwing it. That wasn't the question. She does this shit to me all the time. <laughs> I'd like to put a disclaimer out real fast that the Figure It Out podcast in no way incentivizes murder. This is strictly, <laughs> strictly you know hypothetical. Thank you. Right. Continue. I, st- <laughs> I still think I still think I take the three. I think I I like my chances against three people over thirty. Any day six six year olds, dude. They can they can barely talk. Dude, <laughs> you I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. They, 30 of them. They 30? have energy, a yeah, lot but of energy too. I can imagine, and I'm just throwing this out there, with you being able to throw a ball like you can, like what you throw th- you can't throw a ball 30 times directly into a small child's face. Yeah, see, okay. <laughs> boom, Here. boom. So do I get props and if so, how big is the arena that we're fighting? Because that plays a role. That, as well. That's that's a great that's a great point. Let's let's say you're on a what basketball court? That's Hammond great. Student Center. Okay. You get three baseballs. I get three. You well, can ret- still, oh, there we go. go. I I just throw those three at the three six six year olds. Like hope Ooh. I connect. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I didn't easy. Even think about that. And I, got, I didn't think I mean, about it either. Yeah, like. If I only have three, like that's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah but say you miss one, and it's some real religious guy who's just out of his fucking mind, jacked, and he's come <laughs> at you almost on all fours. You miss him with a baseball. You think you can take down a zealot like that? I mean, I'm I'm praying up, you know, just, <laughs> just, just seeing just seeing what happens, you know. Okay, I like it. I like it. I, I mean, like here's it. the deal. Like, also, like at your eulogy, like if I do end up losing the fight, what sounds better? Oh, three <laughs> year olds that ran that are three Ironman co- competitors jumped my ass. Yeah. Or th- thirty six year olds. Like, yeah. I mean, like, what's gonna sound better? <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm kindergarten class. I'm them. thinking about the opportunity cost to bring up an economic term here. <laughs> <laughs> and we come full circle i absolutely love that that's hilarious that's awesome great question Alyssa. i hope you have more i like these i do um <laughs> do you want me to, i mean we can take turns going back, back current if you have any more i've got one real fast mine aren't very fun chandler to you yeah here's a good one for you okay other than baseball you said you played hockey. What are your what are your favorite sports other than baseball? Like what what does Jake Berger watch on a Saturday he has off? If ever. A, Saturday. a Saturday I have off. I like watch soccer. every sport can be on. Soccer. Really? I don't I don't watch college football really. Um, okay. Like I'll I'll watch like Missouri State play. I'll watch like certain games, but like all in all, like I don't really watch college football. Um, I. I love soccer and I love watching soccer. It's kind of, that's kind of how it goes. Like 
I'll watch hockey on like Thursday and Friday, soccer on Saturday and NFL football on Sunday. So, yeah. um, but I think if I had to pick like soccer without a doubt, I mean, it's all year long, like you get to watch national, you get to watch your club team. So I really like watching soccer uh, myself. I don't really have a team like you do. You like the Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, what is your, what, wh- how or why them? I'm, I, don't, I don't think I ever, I've ever heard that story, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, like, playing FIFA growing up, like, I loved Luka Modric and I loved Gareth Bale. And they both played on Tottenham at the time. And so yep. I kind of just got into it with that. Um, and obviously, probably over the last six years, I've gotten more into it um, just because, like, I have more time like when they're playing and like I wake up for it instead of like mm-hmm. tailgating for a football game or something but yeah. um you know so I I really got into it like the last six years or so but um that's kind of the story like Gareth Bale was my favorite player and Luka Modric and like like I still love both of them and like Gareth Bale was back there last year but both were at Real so um that's kind of like if I'm going to support a second team, like I'll support them at Real Madrid, but I don't, yeah. I don't really like hopping on that bandwagon. I credit all of my soccer love to playing hours of FIFA. It's oh, one yeah. of the best. It's like, even if you don't like soccer, I think people like playing that game. It's really fun. It's probably yeah. one of the best sports games, if not the best. I think it's the best. Yeah. It's definitely a top three, I think. Cause like, mm. I feel like really anybody can play. Yeah. Like it's, it's not hard to learn. Like, no, it's a really basic game at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, I, I like watching soccer, too. Now, you mentioned NFL football. Um, tell me about – tell me – just go over again why you <laughs> like the Packers. And and also, <laughs> did you watch the Chiefs-Packers game? That was tough to watch, both sides That's of the tough. ball. I mean, that might have been the worst football game I've watched in three yeah, years. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, easily. Um, I mean – Let's talk about Mason Crosby if he doesn't miss those two field goals. Like, that's a tie ball game with Jordan Love at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, beside the point, um, so (laughs) this is is a long story. Um, The – so the Rams, my my family had season tickets to the Rams games, um, and they obviously left for L.A., so kind of hated football for a year. Got drafted by the White Sox. I was already a Blackhawks fan. And I'm like, okay, like, I'll support the Bears. Like, that's where I got drafted, whatever. Then I got hurt that next year. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, got hurt. Then went up to Green Bay uh, for rehab and lived, like, right across from Lambeau. um, And basically fell in love with the city, fell in love with, the people there. Um, I was working out at a facility like right next to Lambeau, like got to meet Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers. And oh. I'm like, you know what? Like I kind of, I kind of love this place. So kind of changed fandom. Like I think I was a Bears fan for a total of like four months. Um, <laughs> had a, had a Trubisky Jersey um, that was sold on Facebook marketplace shortly after, but right. um, <laughs> didn't get much for it. But um yeah, so that's kind of how it happened. And, um, you know, my my girlfriend at the time, uh, we all know, uh, lived up there, like grew up there. And so um, the, that kind of helped me become become a Packers fan, kind of showed me like the Wisconsin way. So I got to give credit yeah. to her as well. I want to go to a game at Lambeau really bad. Honestly, I don't have anything ill will to say about that story. It's sick. Uh, I'm sure it's like almost like – capturing like being around that history of lambo like it's just such a historical football haven um i have to go to a game there someday and it makes sense i mean the packers are i don't like cheering for them i don't mind seeing them lose but they're a classic team and i respect it i respect the fandom um but um what what do you think you think this could be the year i mean i think this could be the year they could go pretty far 100 percent yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if you didn't see ESPN power rankings today, I mean they're they're at the spot that's number one, I think. Um, <laughs> and the Titans are two. So I, I mean, I'm in Nashville. Like, I mean, that's two. Yeah, teams dude, are you gonna go to any Titans games? You want to yeah, go? I know. It's like I 
I just don't really want to like drive there. And like the Ubers are just like kind of crazy. Like honestly, you are are in Nashville. Yeah. 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 So like we went to, like we went out, um, I think it was the bills played the Titans that Monday night game. Um, and on Sunday, like me and my buddies, like go out and like watch the games and stuff. And like, legitimately it was like bills fans everywhere, like everywhere. Then the next week and the chiefs come to town. It's like, Chiefs fans yeah. everywhere. So it's just kind of like a little much, like when you're living here, like it's an awesome trip. And like, I would recommend it to anybody, but it's like, uh, just kind of like stay away from down there, like during those games. But like, I'll probably go like one of these last games before, before the postseason. Yeah. It's gotta be too. It's like Nashville's everybody wants to go to Nashville. So like, why not tie it around your favorite NFL team? You know, exactly. like, Cause like uh, I actually ended up having to work on the Sunday the Chiefs were in town, but like Zach and I were talking about like going to Nashville, like meeting there, um, and making it a weekend. Um, and it w- we were gonna do it. I just ended up having to work, but like that's got to be what it is. Like that destination city, like yeah, what a what a great what a great great way to go. Like, I've never been to Nashville. I want to go so bad. Oh my god, I was it's... like I was like, what a way to tie it all together. It's such a, yeah, it's such a vibe down here. And it's, it's awesome. The, uh, it's funny with the bills. So like, we went to like one of our, just kind of like our off the radar, like bars and like yeah. my, one of my buddies is a Bengals fan. So he had like a Joe Burrow jersey on. I had uh, my Jair Alexander jersey on and we get out of the Uber and it's like bills jerseys everywhere. I swear like 10 people, like, right when we got out of the uber like you're at the wrong bar get the fuck out of here like dude it was like what this is our city like we we can do what we want here here. (laughs) that's hilarious well that just shows i mean the nfl fans are ridiculous sometimes i mean Mm -hmm. like i think we've talked about it out here before but the stadium fights i just do not get it it's like guys just relax a bit like i get just as mad as you do but i don't need to punch the opponent's fans like it's no. just the dumbest thing but no that's uh that's what alcohol can do to people i guess really because oh, yeah you know you know that plays a factor um do you like you like living in nashville like i mean is like do you live in nashville it sounds like you live maybe like on the outskirts or the suburbs or something yeah so i live like 10 minutes from broadway um it's like 10 minutes west um but last year like i lived five minutes from Broadway, like downtown. It was a, it was a little much, but right. I love it down here. And like, I have a lot of friends down here and like the facility I work out at, like with my agency is, is awesome. Um, we have guys like I work out with like Brandon Lau and Brent okay. Rucker, Casey Mize, like some kind of like younger guys, like my age that are um, like just at the start of their career. So it's, it's a pretty cool, like energy you have in that facility. And then like mm-hmm. just being able to like, live down here where I'm like close enough to home where it's like a five hour drive, but like far enough away where I kind of feel in like my own world. So it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. And like, as long as you just stay away from like the bachelor bachelorette party, like vibe and theme, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's just like, that gets to be a little much if you're, if you're here every weekend. Yeah. So are you, are, are the, do you I guess do you live with anybody and do you like are there like other guys on the White Sox there or around the league or is kind of because it's, it's probably kind of like a base for a lot of guys right a city like that yeah I, I think it's because there's like no big league team here it's just kind of like it's a baseball haven where like you don't really get like people on the street like asking like the big name guys like for autographs and stuff it's kind of like you have the country music stars are like the yeah. thing here so it's like you're not really like you kind of blend in a little bit. Um, yeah. But so like Andrew Benatendi, which like is crazy because like full circle, like yeah. they ended them in 2015 when they beat us in the super regional. But like him and I are like best friends, like hang out. Like he's, he's the guy, like we always watch Sunday football. I always watch Sunday football with, but okay. um, like Adam Frazier hangs out with us. Like it's, it's kind of like a, like us three. And then like, we'll, if anybody's in town, like they'll kind of hang out with us. But, um, and then I'm living with um, one of the Rays, like best prospects, uh, Curtis Mead. He's like an Australian kid. Um, He's in the fall league right now. So he gets back like this weekend, but like apparently he's like, he's the real deal. Like he he played in AAA for like two years this year or two, two, I think it was like two weeks and like absolutely raked. And he's like 21 years old, like literally like, 
just a young kid that acts like he's 30 years old and like a vet. So um, it's cool. Like having him and like, it's always asking me questions and stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that's really cool. Um, okay. If, if you didn't play third base is what you, is your, like your favorite position, obviously is what you played in college, bounced around a little bit in the pros. If not third base, what position would you play and why? And it can be any like like a fantasy or like like realistically a fantasy you can literally pick one through nine and you can even be a closer or a reliever you can be any of it or dh you can be any of them i honestly i'd probably be a starter i mean like you you get a throw and then you get four four days off five days off like and starter money (laughs) yeah like if you're if you're good it's it's crazy but I don't think I would like the pressure of like being a closer, like reliever, you know, because right. you just never know. And like, you never know when you're going to be hot. Like you could throw three days in a row and then not throw for five days. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd like that, like consistency of a starter. Um, realistically, if I'm going to answer that side, like I really, like I played second base like five times this year and absolutely loved it. Like yeah. I love like acting like a middle infielder and like, like I'm a big body person, but like, I, you know, I'm making plays. I'm right. Like, I love it there. So like anytime we go in the shift at third base and I'm like playing shortstop, I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like a little kid out there. Like, I just want to like right. go run around. <laughs> yeah. So. What is it weird playing the shift? Because I've never experienced something like that. I would, I played first base for my high school baseball career, but um, <laughs> Uh, like it just like sometimes they make a big deal out of guys that kind of quote unquote being out of position. I mean, like you're playing second for two pitches and then all of a sudden you're in the hole. Yeah. No, I mean, not really. I mean, like you kind of get used to it. Like we take ground balls and stuff like in our shifts and stuff. And like, we'll do like different fungo drills where like, it'll be like random and then just like, just smoke them at you. Um, you have no idea it's coming. So it's like pretty game realistic. So like, after I got over that, like when I first started doing it, it was like, it was a little weird. I think like the hardest thing is like being in for a guy that bunts, like kind of a slap hitter that like bunts, but like a majority of his ground balls are pull side. So like we have to play him pull, but like he slaps line drive. So it's like being in for the bunt, but like being prepared for like a hundred mile an hour ball, like smoked at you when you're like 87 feet away. It's just like, that's a little terrifying. Like, right. Especially like, at the top level, like triple A is not as much pressure, but like top level, it's like, you better make the play or else like, you don't know what's going to happen. So no uh, doubt, <laughs> but yeah, that's the only time I really feel uncomfortable, like out of position. Yeah. Love it. Um, God, that's awesome. I think, uh, I think if I could pick any position, I think I would pick, I think I would pick third base. Third is sick. I love third base. <laughs> I think I would. I really would. Why? Or, what's what's your why? I, it's either it's either third base or a corner outfield. I think outfield sick. I've never played. I've never once a rep in the outfield. Um, so I think that's kind of a nostalgia thing. But I don't know. Third baseman is it, just like the hot corner dude. Like I, I grew up a Cardinals fan. Still am a Cardinals fan. I love Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland, honestly, yep. mm-hmm. dude. That dude threw the ball so hard across the infield. It was insane. So maybe that's what it is, honestly. Had a Scott Rowland poster oh, yeah. in my bedroom. So, yeah, I think that's why I pick it, honestly. I really do. Curran? You center. Said center? Yeah. Yeah. Played it. Good. I loved it. I was fast enough. I wasn't the greatest batter. I was either striking out or fucking smashing them. Most of the time it was striking out. Though. Well, that's so. – I mean, that's that's good in, this, in today's game. Like, yeah. that works, right? <laughs> I love center field. I just loved – I love playing long toss. So, I love just throwing the ball as hard as I fucking could. And I was really fast. I loved tracking the ball. And there's nothing better than running a full sprint, laying out and catching a, a baseball. Like, you just feel so good. So, I definitely have to say center field. It was, it was my favorite. I'd like to rob a home run. I think that would be – a really sick experience. I only like, ate it once in Cassville, and it was like they didn't have a chain link fence. They almost had like that orange construction bullshit that's like plastic. Some Cassville, and Missouri bullshit. Some <laughs> Cassville, Missouri bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> down by the fucking creek, and yeah, I fucking 
ran straight into that shit and it just spun me. So didn't steal it, but I uh, guess it doesn't really count. Yeah. Okay, Jake, I got one more baseball question for you, and then um, we can finish. We can wrap it up. But you alluded to, to taking ground balls, like, in the shift and stuff. So, obviously, like, I'm assuming you meant, like, you know, before a game or practice. But, like, what's, like, what's the in-season schedule compared to the off-season schedule? I mean, I know I kind of understand the in-season a little bit more. You know, 162, I mean, you're on the road at home a lot, whatever. But, like, what do you do – like, I, I guess really what the question is, is, like, what do you do during the day, like, in-season? Like, you play 162 games – like, you can't possibly, like, wake up every morning, go to the park, like, take grounders. Like, there's got to be some days where you're, like, showing up, like, for BP, and that's all you do, right? Yeah, I mean, like, they kind of give you an option. Um, it's kind of like, do you want to take BP today? Like, you have to go in. Like, we have to lift basically four days a week. Um, you have to do two two uppers, two lowers. Um, and so, like, you kind of have to navigate that. But, like, for me, like, I like to get there early and, like, prepare and kind of, like, chill out for a little bit. Um, like, if I need any treatments in the training room, I have time for that. Um, but, like, it's it's kind of very structured. Like, I'll wake up, like, around 1030 or 11. Um, I'll, I'll go get a coffee, uh, cold brew, obviously. Um, <laughs> but... Then like I'll I'll grab lunch um, and like take it to the field and I'll get to the field around like 12:30, one o'clock somewhere in there. If like Tottenham is playing, like I'll go in early and like watch it there. But yeah. Um, so then I get to the field around that time. Um, kind of go through my checklist for the day. Like, who are we facing? Um, how's he gonna throw me? How did I look last night? Um. Like, are there any mechanics I need to work on, like, in flips, like, at 2.30? Um, and 2.30 is kind of when the cages open up, and I like to be in there first. And so kind of go through, like, my whole thing at 2.30, like, my whole routine um, kind of changes from month to month, depending on, like, what I need. It's kind of like maintenance work a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, 2.30, that ends around 3. Uh, we go out for BP. Like, for a home game, we go out for BP at like 340 um and there's like early hitting on the field after the cage um and like we'll put on a machine like if you need to take like machine bp you can do that then but go out um stretch take ground balls um hit bp you're back inside by like five um you do like a five o'clock hitters meeting about the pitcher tonight um and then at that time i kind of just like slowly get into my routine like pre-game where i'll I'll typically like do a meditation for like five to 10 minutes. Um, and that kind of like locks me in like, all right, it's game time. Um, kind of chill by my locker for a little bit, do a hot tub, like contrast, go back and forth. Um, then six forty, you go out to the field, stretch, uh, seven o'clock, strap them up. And then game ends anywhere from 10 to 11. Um, you don't get home until like midnight, typically 1230 put on my Normatex, like do a ton of recovery stuff, like Normatex for like an hour while watching a show or playing Call of Duty and then take them off, right to bed, wake up, do it again. Like it's a, it's like a full day, but like once you get that structure, it's just kind of like easy. So off of that real quick, I've got two questions. One of them, you know, obviously it's a lot of games to play in a season. In your opinion, how many games should be in a season? I really liked, I think they proposed like 105. Um, I really like that proposal. I mean, I think 120 is fine too. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I think like it's a long season and I mean, you're going to have guys on the IL and stuff. And like, yeah. I mean, we saw last year with the 60 game season, like teams that you never really thought would have a chance, you know, got into the playoffs. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's like, the only scary part is like for MLB where it's like the teams that probably shouldn't be in there and that have spent money, like, you know, I mean, but even now, like you see the giants and like there's parody in a, in 162 game season too. So, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm on board with like the 120, 105. Yeah. I had a feeling. And also you were talking about like, you know, they've got, open cages for after stretches leading all the way up to the game. Are there any 
and you don't have to name names, but like, I know when I was playing football, like there was always that one fucking guy who was the entire time that you could be stretching. He was out there fucking stretching. He was in the strength coach's pocket. Like, what are we doing next? How do we get warmed up for the game? Like, or do you have any of those guys at that level really who are not, I mean, sure. Everyone's trying to get ready in their own way, but is there anyone that it's almost annoying to you that they're just out there constantly? Honestly, no, not really. I mean, you have guys that like have a three hour stretch routine and it's like, you don't really question it because like they have gotten to this level for a True. reason, you know? Um, True. And nobody really questions it, but um, I mean, there's definitely, I think it's on the flip side, like the guys that like don't do anything, you know, and like they really like kind of take it with a, like they, they, they're taking it for granted in a way. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, come on, dude. Like, that's just not like, that's not, how you're supposed to do it. And so th- I think that like makes guys a lot more pissed off than like a guy that is doing stuff like all the time. Yeah. I guess those try hard kiss asses don't probably make it quite as far. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense for sure. Well, anybody else got anything for Jake while we got him? Uh, uh, one more question. Sorry. No, uh, from I me just had another... to settle, to settle an argument that me and Alyssa had this weekend. Ooh. Okay. Subway or Jimmy John's? Jimmy John's all the way. Yep. Three for three. Me and yeah. I don't. I like. I. I don't mind Subway, but like, I think I just ate it so much as a kid, like growing up, that it's just kind of like, uh, yeah. Wow. Subway's or Jimmy John's is freaky fast, bro. True. Freaky frat. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's freaky fast. Yeah. Uh, I just like Subway better. I feel like Jimmy John's doesn't have any flavor. It's just kind of like, uh. Do. You, but is the proximity of that subway to the court making that decision like easier for you? Well, I don't know either of them now. I'm oh, you don't? Saying, okay, like, okay, no, okay. <laughs> my big thing, I had subway like every day in, in high school. That was like before games, like I'd go pick it up and then go to the court. But now it's like we get Jimmy John's for pregame. And it's like, ugh. Oh, uh, that'll yeah. do it too. I guess you yeah. can get anything for pregame. Yeah, fuck Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's oh. <laughs> dude. So many road trips with goddamn Jersey Mike's. We got that yes. you know, at Missouri State, and then we still had that in AAA. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I can't get away. I can't get away from this. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious, hilarious, dude. Well, Jake, uh, we really appreciate it, man. Um, really awesome to have you on i know you're busy appreciate the time you took out to uh join us yeah. uh probably gonna have to have you back buddy i think you could be a recurring guest we'd love to have <laughs> yeah. you back if you want to come so anytime oh, yeah. you want to just reach out yeah no uh, for sure definitely thanks um, for having me yeah, yeah really appreciate it everybody else have a great day uh enjoy the podcast current Alyssa. we'll see you back next week okay Woo. adios peace <laughs>